This is the Charging Buffalo Podcast. We are your hosts, Joe Marino and Luke Buckley. Luke, how are you doing? It's fine. Wednesday. I'm, I'm well. Uh, you know, before we just turn the mics on here, local exercises. Oh, yeah. Making noises. Farming. <laughs> It's the best time of the week. It is. Well, we, we both have headphones now. We, we come in today, right? No email or anything, right? Not, not, mm-hmm. not, not like there's people that use this studio. Not like we're the only two people that have any interest in using this studio. Uh, we come in, and there's new mic stands. You've seen them before, the bendy things that hold mics up. And there's speakers in the corners of our room. From where I'm looking, it's in the top left and the top right. And there's little uh, headphone thingies. Headphone jacks. Headphone jacks underneath the desk. <clears throat> so Joe can now listen through headphones as well. We can practically whisper, and it's a full volume. Yes, we can. Uh, full volume thing in our ears. What word is I looking for there? Who cares? <laughs> Anywho. Starting uh, to look so like a real... It really Studio. is. It really getting is. There. No phone yet. No computer that we can record stuff off of. So no internet on the computer. No internet on the computer. That that's correct. We mm-hmm. have the uh, the audio vaults, the traditional audio vaults setup that any radio station would have. But um, yeah, we'd also you. have sheets of paper taped to the wall that say paint. Right. Except those walls are painted yep. Yep. at least two years ago. Right. Well, see, I think it's just it's more so for assistance so you know what exactly it is that you're looking at. That's yeah. indeed paint. Yeah. So hopefully soon mm-hmm. we can get the live stream going. Hopefully. In the state of the studio right now, it does not look presentable no, for what we y- want to do. That is a do. good point. Unless we brought in – I'm not willing to spend any money. Oh, no. No. Unless we brought in a black curtain – that would be cool if, you know, like the press conferences, the Sabres have, every NHL team has the logo and a mm-hmm. sponsor. What if we had a Charging Buffalo banner behind us? That'd be cool. That would be, be cool, but that would probably be 300 bucks. Yeah. So we don't I'm got not, the money for I'm that. I'm not willing to do that. No. We do, but I we're not willing to. All right. I, I think there's a misconception that the, the Charging Buffalo folks get paid for this. Oh, we, we don't. don't. Th- we don't get paid. This is a passion oh, project, yeah. okay? Absolutely. So, yeah, this this is purely a passion project. Uh, so before you hold us to too high of standards, uh, remember that. But things are going good. Uh, I won't be working third shift, it turns out. We were talking about that on a uh, podcast. I'm actually hoping I don't have any health problems. <laughs> yeah. But... We're here. Uh, we're going to work out a day, mm-hmm. of course, a day that we can both make work. Yeah, we didn't mean to scare any of you. No, no, week. no. We just we have these monologues or these yeah. dialogues is the word I'm looking for where, uh, you know, we just discuss things. We discuss things. Yeah. Things are looking better now, but air. not for the best of reasons. Yeah. Yeah, not well. Not to be ominous. Oh, well. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll nothing's wrong. Someone's going to get freaked He's out He's not there. dying. I'm not dying. He's not dying. Okay? It's just, I had a very high heart rate. And <laughs> uh, got to get that checked out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. There, there you go. go. Uh, so, of course, things in the news today, as always, like we cover. Jack Eichel. With the Sabres. Uh, what else is new? Jack Eichel will be the topic conversation. 
it's closer it, threat level midnight to quote the offset to reference yeah. the office okay uh that's the threat level here uh michael scarn is <laughs> haunting jack eichel uh, but Jack is, I don't know, not, more than halfway out the door now. I'd Three say fourths? he's got like his big toe left in the door. Yeah, I think he's saying he's saying his his, his goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's saying his aha. Uh-huh, you know, when you already said goodbye, but someone makes a joke as you're leaving, you're like, ah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, okay, well, I'll take care, and then, yeah. then you walk. He's out. saying that's, his final goodbye. That's the stage that he's in. Uh, cracking wise, mm-hmm. one last time with. The front, the front office, uh, but yeah, uh, Friedman and yeah. LeBron I think have tweeted about this today, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it just Friedman, Friedman six days ago when he was on the Instigators? I believe he said, "At the end of the day, I don't think the Sabers want to bring back Jack Eichel. They want to move on." That's just a little snippet from the conversation. Right. And then today in uh, Pierre LeBron's piece on the Athletic. He said, nobody said that the Stanley Cup playoffs had to be over before Jack Eichel potentially gets moved. What I'm hearing is that conversations between the Buffalo Sabres and other interested teams are getting more intense and serious. And then yesterday in 31 Thoughts from Elliot Friedman, Sabres are preparing for the possibility of having another top 10 pick this year. The New Jersey Devils are interested in Rasmus Ristolainen, allegedly. Corian Friedman, and Don Granado, by all accounts, still seems to be the front runner to be the head coach. And apologize we couldn't get a podcast sooner to you guys, but I was on vacation, so D.C. Yes, D.C. The nation's capital. Well, um, I believe this is just something I want to I want to throw out there. One of our great followers, one of our great listeners, his name on Twitter is Mike 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 Mike. I believe it was him who sent this in. He brought up a good point. I, you know, why do you have to get an immediate first round pick? Why can't you just get a pick for next year or something? Get a future pick. I right? wanted to talk about this. Not going to be good next year either. Mm-hmm. Get some futures in there too, right? I mean, this isn't particularly the draft that you want to have two top ten picks in. I think it's kind of smoke and mirrors. Yeah. It's, oh, you're going to first round pick. Well. Like you said last time, Owen Power would probably be what a seventh round or seventh overall yeah, selection in, in any other draft. If he was in the draft last year, I think he'd go above Jake Sanderson, so he'd probably be like the fifth pick. Ottawa would mm-hmm. pick him. And if you're trading Eichel to a team, um, if it's if you're trading him before the playoffs are over, you gotta trade him to a team that is not playing. playing anymore. Maybe you're trading him to a team that thinks they're on the the cusp of a playoff spot. That team might not be interested in having a high pick next year. Yeah. So, uh, but again, you know, maybe they're thinking, well, if we do that, it will be a higher pick. Exactly. So why not get the two top ten picks this year? So, mm-hmm. uh, but an my, interesting thought to float out. My there. thinking on this hypothetical is, if you're the Kings or the Ducks, because apparently the Kings aren't interested in Eichel anymore. If you're the Ducks. Are you saying, okay, let's keep our third overall pick this year and give Buffalo the 2022 first because, hey, we're getting Jack Eichel and we're definitely going to be better. And if we're if we're talking about getting a top 10 pick, like, yeah, you're getting a top 10 pick. There's no guessing games. Right. With It's like the Islanders. Remember when uh, Thomas Vanek was traded to the Islanders mm-hmm. and it could have been, okay, the Sabres could get the fifth overall pick or 
the Islanders can choose, okay, we're going to keep that pick, and then Buffalo will get the pick next year. And then the next year it was like the 21st pick mm-hmm. in a much better draft. Mm-hmm. And with that pick, the Sabres are going to pick Ilya Samsonov, but they pick, they trade that pick for Robin Leonard. But anyways, right. it'd be a, kind of a similar situation. Do you, but not exactly the same. Do you want the third pick this year or the 17th pick next year? I think I'd pick, I'd take the third pick this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and, and and you're right. It is, it is, uh, kind of a crapshoot. It's but a guessing game. With if it's like the Ducks, though, you bring that up. How close are they to actually being in the playoffs? I think they still miss next year, so oh, that, yeah. that could be uh, uh, at least the, the 13th pick or something, mm-hmm. which would still be uh, pretty good in next year's draft. Uh, but again, I think uh, you're right. Conditions. I think that's what you're alluding to there too, right? Well, also, just gonna be, you could put it off for. Mm-hmm. I think another year. What people are getting at here is let's get a 2022 or 2023 first mm-hmm. and hope that that pick wins the lottery, but that's just not going to happen because right. like nine times out of ten, a team trading a first round pick in future years are going to be like, okay, we're going to lottery protect this. Mm-hmm. And then if they do win the lottery, then you got to wait another year. And then you got to wait for that player to develop. Like we're running on borrowed time here. We don't got time for this. So from a Sabres perspective, it makes sense why they would want another top 10 pick, especially if it's like the ducks who a lot of people are talking about their interest in Jack Eichel. You're not getting Drysdale. I don't think they should be gunning for Drysdale unless they're trying to build a super decor. You're probably not getting Zegras. I know people want Zegras. I want Zegras, but you got to get one of the three, and I think the most logical asset, premier asset that's going to be coming back in an Anaheim Jack Eichel trade is the third overall pick. And picking first and third in this draft, that's going to be pretty nice. Like Then you get your defenseman and your forward. You, get your defenseman you don't have to feel forward. guilty about taking either one. And right? I think if this, this does happen, I think they're going to get the best player in the draft, William Eklund. That's the guy. That's the guy I want. And you know what? If Seattle decides to pick William Eklund, then you get Beniers, and then you get you please both sides of the fan base. That's right. That's right. So see, it does get kind of exciting there. It's going to be a fun couple of weeks or hours or days, mm-hmm. really, trying to piece together who the mystery suitors are, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel like uh, I don't get why these insiders don't just flat out say the names of the teams that are involved. I think LeBron mentioned some of the teams. See, I think that's how you know they're trustworthy, though, because they don't want to rat anybody out, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Right? And I mean, plus they have a great track record. Ducks but, make a lot of sense, though. Yes, it does. In the West Coast, you send them to the opposite conference, if that really matters. Uh, but uh, the Ducks will be fascinating. Of course, the Kings were the dream team. Everybody wanted a piece of what they got there. And plus... It made the most sense because of what guys like Drew Doughty and Dustin Kopitar. Brown and Co- yeah. Kopitar, Kopitar, that's what I was thinking, have been saying that, why are we here? Why did you sign us these deals if you're going to rebuild? We don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that would have made the most sense. I, I wonder what, if it's true that they're out, was the, the catalyst. It was probably Quentin Byfield. Yeah, probably. And, yeah, the ass price. You know, they're interested in two top six forwards. What about Sam Reinhart? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And I'm looking at LeBron's piece right now, and teams that he teams that he believes make sense. So he, it's kind of like connecting the dots here. The Kings, 
wild ducks, blue jackets, flyers, and rangers, among others. So, well, if he goes to blue jackets, that will not work out. <laughs> it never yeah. works out. The blue jackets. <laughs> I, I don't think the blue jackets have the the assets, the young assets, to mm-hmm. make this deal happen. Like they do have three first round picks this year. Patrick. They have the fifth overall pick. I, if they do line A for Eichel, I, I no. Yeah, I know. But you that's need, that's the big piece there. Yeah. And a goalie. They have yeah. goalies. I think Reinhardt to the Blue Jackets makes a little sense. Like, if you can get that fifth pick, if you can pick first, third, and fifth, mm-hmm. come on. You that'd know, be pretty nice. Eichel is so far out the door that we're sitting here talking about this, and for a moment I forgot we were talking about a Sabres player. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like you brought up Columbus, and I'm thinking, oh, wow, well, you know, that won't work out. Who would that team get for Jack Eichel? It's like, oh, well, the Sabres would get whoever the return yeah. is. He's still ours. But it just feels like he's so gone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even feel like we're talking about a Sabres player. He's gone. I think anyone he's holding gone. on to the hope that he's still going to be here, especially with Friedman saying that the Sabres want to get rid of him, essentially. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it makes sense because we've talked about this in the past. Like, Eichel probably isn't going to request a trade Mm -mm. because he wants to have the say in where he goes. And Mm. by doing that, you play out the year and then move on next year when your no-move kicks in. In a way, though, it's almost exciting taking this all in. It is exciting. Of course, you wish that the first rebuild worked. You wish never ended. That's correct. You wish that they could have broken the playoff drought, but it was quite exciting, the tank. It was. <laughs> At least uh, keeping track of that. The tank was the last exciting yeah. era of Sabres hockey besides maybe two months mm-hmm. of so, winning. That's right. We What we can look forward to is the next off season where we're really thinking, all right, this team can compete this year. Let's let's get excited. Let's start making lines that actually look like yeah. they could matter. But uh, I think you know there's going to be fans who don't want to do that. Just flat out think that's I'm not going to watch the team anymore. I don't think they don't need to tank. They're just going to be bad. They're, they're just going to be, be bad. They're just right. going to be young. Right. And I'm and, not trying to say they they, they yeah. they're trying to tank. I'm just saying they're they're going to be young and bad. Because mm-hmm. who's going to be on the team next year? You're, like. The ATM line, Asplund, Middlestat, Thompson, unless Thompson goes to Seattle. Uh, Darlene, Yoki Haru, uh, Cousins, Ritzelainen. Is Olofsson still going to be here? Mm-hmm. Who's in that power? Oh, also the big news uh, in, recently in between podcasts as well, Owen Power seems like he's leaning towards going back to Michigan, which that was a big— Which doesn't mean he's yeah. not going to be in the draft. Just, I feel like there might be a misconception out there that maybe that means he's he's not going into the draft. Yeah, right. With, with football and everything. Right, with yeah, football. He, they and can stuff. still draft yeah. him. They can still draft him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that doesn't mean because he's going back to Michigan. That doesn't mean he's gonna go wait and be a free agent. That's not gonna happen. He's gonna sign. No twenty-year-old kid is gonna pass up a hundred, almost a million dollars. Well, yeah, with bonuses too. With, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get a full. Yeah. Bonus laden contract and it's gonna come out to like three million if he hits all of his bonuses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's not passing that up. No. And also, it, it can be scary because he's already played a year of college. Mm-hmm. So then, if 
he doesn't sign at the end of next season, decides to wait longer, which will not happen. He's only got two more years before he can hit free agency. Not going to happen, but, right. you know. So, yeah, we talked about that last week. That's good for him. Mm-hmm. Good for the Sabres, too, because you don't want to ruin this kid mm-hmm. before he hits his prime, you know. Come on. Right, and I think, you know, going back uh, to college, something about players going back to playing college seems – more what's the word I'm I'm looking for more beneficial than going back to play in junior junior yeah exactly right? especially for defensemen too cuz you look at like Makar Hughes uh Sanderson even is going back for another year you're not playing against 16 year olds in college yeah you're facing yeah 21 22 mm-hmm. even some older guys as well like mm-hmm. he's basically playing against men and i think Correct. I think Beniers is going to go back to school as well, and I think they're they're going to run it back. They're going to have a super team over at Michigan, and they're probably going to win the national championship, and that's going to be great for Owen Powers' development. I think he's going to be a big part of that team mm-hmm. and a big part of the reason why they're a good team. So yeah. that's the right decision on his part, and I hope the Sabres are on board with that as well and not try and convince the guy to leave. That's right. What were we talking about before that tangent? Uh Oh man! Re- what the team's gonna look like? Next oh yeah, year. what the team's gonna look like <laughs> yeah, next yeah. year? Exactly. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. who's playing defense? If they trade Ristolainen, maybe they lose Colin Miller and expansion. I, who's oh, playing defense for this team? I did want to say one thing about expansion, though. At this point, knowing what we know and where the Eichel situation is, losing Rasmus Asplund in the expansion draft will be a bigger gut punch to me than the Eichel trade. I don't want to lose. Asplund. I, you can't lose him in expansion. I don't want to lose Asplund. And I think a an interesting thing to think about is if they trade Eichel soon which sounds like that might be happening now and that op- and Reinhardt that opens up more possibilities to protect all of your young forwards mm-hmm. because you're likely going to lose Bjork, Asplund or Thompson and with the way the team's going to look like for the next couple of years you probably don't want to lose one of those guys I think you're probably hoping that you lose Cody Eakin or Colin Miller or some random, mm-hmm. like, and I know people are gonna say, "Oh, what about Oposo?" If they're trading Eichel and Reinhardt and Risto, you need to keep Oposo because you need to reach a cap floor. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, you need more Oposos. Mm-hmm. You need to get one or two more. You you got Skinner. Like people are saying, "Oh, we gotta get rid of the Skinner contract." Why? I mean, like, yeah, it's not a good contract, but. They're not going to be competitive for a couple more years. No. By that time, Skinner's going to have four years left on his deal, and that's maybe he, maybe being the guy on the team, he's going to start scoring goals again. I don't know. Then maybe he's a tradable piece at that point. Well, let's let's. You're talking about the timeline, right? Yeah. Weeks, months, whatever. What are we doing right now? We're recording. What happens when we record, Joe? What often happens? Trades. Big things happen. Big things happen. When we record Charging Buffalo podcast, trademark that. The day after. Put that in a t-shirt. <laughs> the day after, or hours at minutes after, mm-hmm. right? Ryan O'Reilly, Skinner. Ryan O'Reilly happened right before. Mm-hmm. Right oh, before. oh, right, and then we came on like, oh, my God. Yeah. Big news. Uh, I'm checking Twitter right now to make sure that nothing is happening. Well, uh, something else I, I, I want to get into here with Eichel. I was discussing this with a friend the other day and I've really been thinking lately uh just looking at the caliber of 
the winning teams in this league, right? You got your Vegas, got your Tampa, Colorado, teams just absolutely loaded at the top that are going to contend for uh, the conference final every year, right? If you're looking to Carolina, even if you want to throw them in there, it's just if if the and if, if the NHL playoff system wasn't so messed up, those teams would be duking it out in the conference final yeah. every year. If you're looking to build a team like that, okay, you think of the hierarchy of stars on each of those teams. Say you put Jack on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Where does he rank like amongst that forward core. I put him behind Braden Point and Kucherov. Yeah, he's right up there. Like, it, it, I think it, that's right. And I'm not saying Eichel is a bad player. He's a phenomenal player. But if you really look at it, the Sabres are still far away. Ideally, if you want to get to the level of Tampa and Carolina and Colorado. You need to draft well. Yeah. Jack. For a long time. Right. Jack shouldn't be the best player, I don't think. Right? I mean... You, you you need uh, a couple more guys. Like I think like, I was thinking of Tampa and all those teams, right? Uh, like ideally, if you want to get to that level, Jack can can move around. He's like a, a fantastic supporting piece, like a David Pasternak. Pasternak mm-hmm. isn't going to carry the Bruins to anything, I don't think, for a while, right? Well, look at look at the Lightning with Stamkos. Yeah, Stamkos was surpassed. Is that mm-hmm. what you're kind of getting yes. at? Yes, yes. Like Stamkos is a phenomenal player. And it's crazy when you look at their lineup and you have two dudes who are even better than them and Victor Hedman and right, like they and have a, a franchise goalie. And a franchise goalie, right? So like really if you wanna win, like, in the league, you need guys who are even better. You can't have Jack Eichel and a bunch of schmucks. You gotta You gotta have hit dudes. on third round picks. Exactly. You gotta hit on second round picks. Exactly. You gotta have guys who are, are, are like even better than your superstars. Yeah. And I don't want people, at least. Right. I don't want people to think I'm cynical. It's just that that's kind of like where it's going. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh look at all the guys surrounding Mark Stone. Yeah. And you think they'd have higher places on uh other teams, but you know, I don't want anyone to think I'm, you know, just not pessimistic mm. so much or, you know, oh what do you mean, Jack like Jay, you're saying Jack Eichel's not a good player? No, he's a very good player. It's just the he Sabres needs are help. the Sabres are far away from providing him with any kind of help. Mm-hmm. Even by the time they do get him that kind of help, and with the luck that comes with it, he's probably going to be 29 years old. Yeah. So Like Stamkos. Yeah. You kind of got to move on now and then just be done with it. Just forgive and forget, mm-hmm. really. It was uh, a fun watching him play here, but oh well. We have a tweet from John Hoven, the one who broke the news about the Kings not having interest in Eichel anymore. Mm. He just said, have to hand it to the Sabres and or Eichel's camp for continuing to link him to L.A. through the media. For what it's worth, I've checked and rechecked multiple times with various sources. Nothing has changed from what was written below, which he included the link to the tweet from a couple weeks ago. Kings have other plans. So you can probably cross. Like, this guy's checked in with the Kings. He knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Unless the Kings are just trying to play hardball here and get a good deal. Yeah, I don't see. You might be trying to swindle the inexperienced GM who knows he's inexperienced and is not afraid to say he's inexperienced. Yeah, he's very happy to have the job. I genuinely wonder if that does hurt the Sabres in negotiations. If your GM is openly does. saying, I'm enjoying this experience, if you read between the lines, he's saying, I know I don't belong here, but gosh golly, it sure is a fantastic, fun ride, and I appreciate 
the saviors of Buffalo, the Pagulas, for giving me this opportunity. Well, look and... at the Taylor Hall trade. He mm-hmm. didn't. He refused to play hardball there. Mm-hmm. Is he going to play hardball in the Jack Eichel stuff? Because they're they're rushing the trade by the looks of things. I hope that they're going to get what they're asking for. Because mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be the worst thing to hold out and just try and get what you're asking for. But if they're just trying to rush him out the door, that doesn't look good for other GMs. No, they, they probably think they can get a steal here. Yeah, the, the, this is not a team uh, known for taking their time necessarily in yeah. recent years. Because according to the Hoven article, the Kings don't want to trade Byfield. It doesn't, and which makes sense. But if the Sabers were going to say, "Okay, we'll take the eighth overall pick in Alex Turcott," then you still have Eichel, Byfield, and Kopitar as your top three centers until Kopitar retires. Mm-hmm. Like they can afford to do that. But is that what the Sabers want? They probably want a higher quality piece. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I think the next important stop on this road is that the bonus day, July 1st, I believe it is, right? Or July 20-something. July 20-something. When free agency starts because the league calendar is off. I think that is the next, you know, that's what the countdown clock is. If it doesn't happen at the draft, it'll certainly be done by Mm -hmm. uh, midnight of free agency day. Right, and, 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 and we brought this up on the last show too, but I think it's something uh, – I'm surprised that there haven't been more uh, insiders bringing that point up mm-hmm. too. Unless to they there. decide to wait until after and be like, hey, we just pay this guy $7.5 million, give us another pick or two. Exactly, and we talked about that too. It's like buying another pick, but um, no, I'm looking forward to – that date too i mean i just think it's just it's it's a lot of fun stuff to track like, going you know, back to your, gonna be, yeah. your point earlier about the tank and how mm-hmm. it was exciting like yeah this it sucks that this era of sabers hockey was so terrible mm-hmm. but it feels refreshing because they have a chance to make it right now that's right like they're cleaning out their core mm-hmm. hopefully Ristolainen goes to I was looking into this earlier. I forgot Zemgus Gergensen's existed, but the two longest tenured players on the team, once these guys are gone, are Kyle Poso and Zemgus Gergensen's. Zemgus might finally get a letter on his chest. He probably will. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he? I think he was supposed to get a letter this year, and he, and he got injured. Oh. Who so, would he have replaced? Bogosian? Reinhardt, I think. Because oh. Reinhardt got one oh, of the A's. Reinhardt got it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Or Risto. Risto got an A, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, they were all. Everyone was wearing an A at yeah, some point. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's, ener- I don't want to say it's energizing, but it is energizing because, like, what if if they have the first, first they have the, they do have the first pick, but if they have like the third pick and they get like the ninth pick from Vancouver mm-hmm. in a Reinhardt trade, that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. That'll be really exciting. Yeah, because then be. they're gonna. I know everyone is bitter about picking a defense in first overall, but then you add two more forwards in the top 10 potentially. Like uh, maybe they'll get Matt Beniers of Seattle passes on him. I don't think they will, but then you get William Eklund. Hopefully they think highly of William Eklund like I do, but then maybe you get a Mason McTavish or a Fabian Lysel with that other first round pick. Like it's exciting. It's exciting. And then you have the first pick in the second round too. And there's going to be some good players there. Mm-hmm. I'm holding out hope for Logan Stankoven, who was really good at the World Under 18. We can call him the Stank. Yeah, the Stank. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Like mm-hmm. that. That's. I think I floated that idea around in uh, the TCB Prospects group chat, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, that would win me over if they got those four prospects. Yeah, you're looking good. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lot of armchair GMing, but yeah, I think I want Eichel to the Ducks now. Now that the Kings are supposedly out, I think Eichel to the Ducks. It makes sense because the Ducks. Freedom. I listen to the Thirty One Thoughts podcast. The Ducks want to do something big, and I I got a feeling that they're going to be in on Eichel. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be the third pick. If not the third pick, it's got to be Zegris, but I don't think they're going to want to move Zegris. It's like, I don't want to compare Zegris to Middlestat, but like he's that prospect who had the good good production, mm-hmm. good showing in college, college yeah. even good in the AHL and mm-hmm. his stints in the NHL too. They're going to want to hold on to that guy because they think he's going to mm-hmm. be a star, and he might. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. You trade the unknown in the draft pick over what you have currently. And I think that's why if Eichel does go, if Eichel goes to the ducks, the third pick will be in the trade. If it's not like I, I what are you getting on? Yeah. And then I'm assuming to make the money work, you're going to have to take on like Adam Henrique or Ryan Kessler or both Kessler. I think Kessler only has like one year left. That's close to $7 million. The ducks are kind of a penny pinching team. So I can see, like, if you take both of those contracts back, you're maximizing the return even greater. Mm-hmm. Does that give you another first-round pick? Maybe. If you get two, the Ducks pick next year, too, that could be a lottery pick. So, And the, 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 will, the would-be Eichel trade is the kind of trade that can change your franchise. Yeah. I mean, how often do you get to trade, uh, and you don't want to trade a super, you don't ever want to be in that That's spot. How old is he, 25 now? He's 24, 25-year-old superstar. Yeah. This doesn't happen. When was the last time a top five, top ten center in the league was traded? Oh, God. I can't. Yeah, right? Right. Like, so, really, this is like a once-in-a-generation once trade. trade. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Thornton? Joe Thornton, oh, yeah, Thornton might be the last one. But, again, that's a generation ago. That's, yeah. oh, man, 15 years ago that trade will be. Yeah, like My how goodness. old was Thornton when he was traded, too? Was he Eichel's age? I don't, probably he was not. probably 26, yeah, right? Probably drafted, around that drafted age. Drafted in 97. That was 05, 06. Yeah, close. Yeah, or was he traded in 06, 07? <sighs> I think it was 05, 06. Let's see. Yeah, that's right. Bring up the – because he might have won the heart – in 0506 and then was traded that off season to well, that's the sharks incredibly stupid of the Boston Bruins. Yeah. Yeah, think about that. Who was there was was Shirelli their GM at the time? I I don't know. Mm. Uh he got traded to the Sharks in 0506. Okay. So he where must... he put up 92 points in 58 games while he was with the Sharks. My god. <laughs> Those are McDavid numbers. <laughs> That's insane. My God. Then he got 114 points the next year in San Jose. He never came close after that. But wow. 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 Well, no, but, I mean. You can't I, fail like the Thornton trade, though. You absolutely can't. That's right. <laughs> right, because we know that the, the Bruins took him a while to build a winner after that. But, uh, well, only five years. But, uh no, it's 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 one of those things that you can't squander. And again, you have the added situation with Reinhardt too. It's like you have a two for one. We can do change can do the course this of this team here. We yeah. can do it over. Yeah. Uh, so you can almost 
make up for all the picks that Jason Bot- Jason Bottle and Tim Murray traded. You can mm-hmm. recoup some assets, draft high next year, maybe mm-hmm. the year after. And it's not like I'm saying, okay, let's tank. They're going to be there. Yeah. There's no way around Dylan it. Dylan Cousins not... and Casey Middlestad are your top two centers, unless yeah. Adam Henrique, if he's involved in an Anaheim trade, he's likely your top center. Like, you're going to need to add veterans. We've been saying this. You mm-hmm. can't have kids world like they did last season after the trade deadline it, you just can't it, it could be 2019 2020 red wings territory quite frankly it, it could probably be, it could be a 42 point season yeah and something catastrophic like that you no know, that'd be really sad but as long as they make it entertaining mm-hmm. granado's gonna be the coach what about a guy like dylan strome we were talking about needing a center they're gonna need they need to add a center to play in the top six Mm-hmm. So, cousins and middle stat don't drown. Mm-hmm. I think that's plain and simple. Dylan, what about Dylan Strom? I think someone brought that idea up on Twitter. Would that a involve Reinhardt going to Chicago? I don't know. What about like I don't know Olafson or a second round pick, Honestly, something like that. Get rid of Olafson too. Yeah, because you Just got Ruts, you the... have Rutzelainen. Mm-hmm. You have Rutzelainen. You can put him in the same spot on the power play. It'll probably be just as okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, and he, he, it seems like he did quite good at the Worlds as well. Yeah. So I, I'd be in favor of that. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. I think Strom could excel under Granado, mm-hmm. judging from the small sample that we saw last season. Yeah, it'll be interesting. What's your ideal Jack Eichel trade? Oh, boy. Put me on the spot there. Doesn't have to be a team. Just like, what are you hoping they get in return? I do – my mind goes to – okay, uh, let's go two first-round picks, a top prospect, and a roster player. Okay. Is that, un, is that unrealistic? I don't, I don't think that's unreasonable. Okay. okay, what if it's the third pick for man? Okay, well, let's craft some trades now. Mm-hmm. Let's craft some trades. Anaheim. Mm-hmm. You got the third pick. Mm-hmm. The third pick, uh, are we taking both cap dumps? Are we taking uh, Henrik and – Adam Henrique and well, Henrique has a no trade clause, but Henrique and Kessler. What else are you getting? I'd like another first round pick again. Okay. I mean, who are their top prospects though? Are you getting Maxime Comtois and Sam Steele? Yeah, probably. So I guess those or two guys. Or Troy Terry. Troy Terry's really good. So yeah, you like, want to throw Troy Terry in there? I'd like. Uh, again, it comes down to the first round picks. I wonder if they get any picks after the first round though too to go in it uh but i'd like a obviously the third overall pick mm-hmm. 2022 first yeah next year's first are they gonna lottery protect it though that's the question or do, do you have to take well, a lesser do, return to make sure it's not lottery protected right well see that's why it might be good but if you if you trade it to if you trade him to a minnesota or something right you're probably getting more assets yeah. right because they're a better team right and their first round picks are gonna be higher do you want to do that though you're probably getting a guy like jordan greenway or something or uh fiala kevin dumba. fiala yeah matt dumba right uh marco rossi right they do I mean, have two first yeah. round picks this year too but mm-hmm. I, i'm not chasing picks in the 20s especially this year so again i i'm, I'm just thinking about that now if you trade him to a, a playoff team you're probably getting more assets too, mm-hmm. more things. Right, and if you trade them to 
a bad team, there's going to be more conditions on that, of course. So, uh, and maybe you can get more stuff out of that too. So there, it, there, it goes in both ways in a way. Uh, but I don't know. I would like to see a Minnesota trade. I think. I think Minnesota makes a lot of sense because they mm-hmm. they need a top top line center. Have they yeah. ever had a real top line center? And their was Marion Gabrick a top line center? No, he's a winger. Know. He's a winger. Well. I don't think they have been. If I'm the Minnesota Wild, I love Marco Rossi. Mm-hmm. I would trade Marco Rossi to get Jack Eichel any day. If I'm the Minnesota Wild, if I'm a Wild fan in general, we just had that good year. Mm-hmm. I want to take another step. We got uh, Kirill Kaprizov. Imagine Eichel with him. Mm-hmm. Like a healthy Jack Eichel that we saw last season. I would move heaven and earth to bring that guy in. That's a good way of saying it. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I wonder if there's a question mark, though, with Marco Ross. I know he's skating again yeah, and stuff, is but skating. is there a, a question with his health after the fact? Of Probably. Course, right. Um, and, of course, there's a possibility he wouldn't be allowed back on the ice in the first place without proper clearance, which mm-hmm. he's skating and whatnot. But uh, is there a question there? Maybe they want to get rid of or maybe they want to move on from Rossi. They're They're – more inclined to include him in a trade uh, because of his COVID yeah. complications. That's that's possible. So there's that possibility as well. Uh, but what about like the Zach Parise contract again, maximize mm-hmm. the return. Clearly, he's fallen out of favor there for reasons other than his contract. Mm-hmm. I know he's been scratched uh, as an assistant captain too, or it might be is he the captain? No, he's, I think he's wearing an A. He's wearing an A, uh, but he was scratched a few times so. Clearly, they 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 wouldn't mind moving on from him. Yeah. Um. But that again, that's our team that has a bad contract that you can take on a few bad contracts. Mm-hmm. Really. Uh, I think Ryan Suter might be more valuable still to yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. Parise. Yeah. But I know they're gonna have to take on money. Eichel's mm-hmm. making ten million dollars. They're gonna have to take on money, probably bad money, mm-hmm. and people are gonna be like, "Oh, it's the O'Reilly trade again," which it might be if you're getting a Tage Thompson like prospect and a late first round pick, but that, they're not, that's not going to happen. Like, that's what's going to hurt. I think most is if Eichel goes on to have a Ryan O'Reilly type career arc mm-hmm. after he's with the Sabres, right? Cause it's, it's, it's kind of like the Colorado station or situation with O'Reilly. I mean, he yeah. kind of he demanded trade house and uh, they got rid of him, And then to a team that's on the cusp of a playoff you know spot, what? Reinhardt's situation is more like the O'Reilly situation because when the Sabres got him, they signed the contract. Mm-hmm. O'Reilly was an RFA. Mm-hmm. He was, I think he was close to hitting free agency too. So if you think about it, it's a little similar. Yeah. But, yeah, it's. I'm trying to think of more destinations. I like Anaheim. I like the third pick. If you're taking on all that money, I really hope they're getting that pick next year too. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's not protected. Give me one or two of Sam Steele, Troy Terry, Maxime Comtois. Do you think Detroit might be a possible destination? I, they better give you a lot if you're mm-hmm. trading Eichel in the division. Mm-hmm. And has the possibility of the Islanders fallen to the wayside? I don't think the Islanders make sense unless you're getting Barzell. See, I think it depends. A good team isn't going to trade their top center. You know, I think we right. talked about this last week. It, but 
It doesn't necessarily have to be Barzell, of course, too. But if it's not Barzell, they don't have enough. Then they have nothing, right? They don't have but, enough. Um, I'm just thinking from a perspective. I mean, they'll need something if if they lose to Tampa, they'll need something to finally beat Tampa. Yeah, they'll need another piece. But uh, I let's talk about the Rangers because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think everyone just got so sick of all the Rangers fans tweeting and posting their mock trades that people just forgot that the Rangers are going to be really interested in Jack Eichel. Mm-hmm. So what could the Rangers possibly offer? Because they're not going to give you Lafreniere. Let's just come out with that right now. It's probably going to be like Kako. Kako, Kako. Kako, uh, the 15th pick. First round pick next year. Niels Lundqvist. Right, they assigned him. I yeah. Think. yeah. So, I don't know. It'd be, probably be something like that. Maybe another pick, picker prospect in there. Oh, they got to free up goalies. money, too. One of the goalies. They got to they gotta shed money. Because uh-huh. they got to sign Fox. They got to sign Zibanejad. Mm. I, I don't know. The Rangers just don't make a whole lot of sense, in my opinion, at least. At all. Like, they, mm-hmm. they have to tie up so much money in these young players. How are they going to be able to afford Jack Eichel? Again, for me... If it's the Rangers, I really want Zabinajad. He's a year away from free agency, though. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That'll be tough. But well, if if you say, mm, oh no, that's not. You're good. not getting Fox, right? <laughs> and see, that's something that I'd love. Where are you gonna get like Ryan Strom? That mm. doesn't free up a whole lot of long-term money for them, though. Like right. they just don't make sense. The Rangers don't make sense for Jack Eichel. Mm-mm. I just don't see it. I don't see the Bruins. I could see the Canadians. Mm-hmm. I think they do have the pieces. I just don't think that the Canadians they would need a true young superstar player. Because right now it's a bunch of cast of kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think they're going to trade Suzuki. Like, I know Sabres fans, they're going to say, oh, well, if you're not going to give up Byfield, then no mm-hmm. deal. Like, But, like, you got to put yourself in these team shoes. Like, mm-hmm. you just – they got Suzuki. He had a great season this year. Mm-hmm. They're not just going to be like, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that. Like, if – Okay, let's say the Sabres weren't in a horrible situation right now and were, like, on the cusp of a playoff spot this year. And, I don't know, Austin Matthews became available. Mm-hmm. And the Leafs were like, okay, we need Dylan Cousins. The Sabres, Sabres fans would be saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's true. Yeah. You can't give up Dylan Cousins. He's untouchable. Like, it's the same thing. You know who I could just – I'm thinking about, let's say it was Montreal, right? I'm thinking in my head about – the tweet that the Sabres would send out. The Sabres have traded Jack Eichel for this, this, and this. You know who I could see coming over? Kakaniemi. Jeff Petrie. No. They just <laughs> signed him to an extension. Well, I mean, have to free up money for Jack. Yeah. You know? So it's I, I get to see. It know, would Jeff be Petrie like Kakaniemi. He'd be their expendable young player. Mm-hmm. He's been They're scratched. not going to trade Caulfield. Mm-hmm. He's like their flavor of the day right now. They're not trading him. They're not going to trade Suzuki. I don't know, maybe Montreal doesn't make sense, but they do have mm-hmm. the pieces to get it done if they really want to. You know, to. ever since being scratched in the Leaf series, I think it was, Kakanyami's been a house of fire. 
He was good in the bubble last year, too, mm-hmm. I think. He was. Right? It was the Suzuki, Kakanyami, and uh, Tatar, maybe, yeah. that just tore it up last year. I don't know what Carey Price. They're going to trade Eichel for a goalie. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think I wouldn't mind a Montreal Eichel trade. I think they do have pieces. Like, if they got, like, Suzuki and Caulfield, cool. Not going to happen, though. What if a team like Dallas swooped in? What do they have? Nothing. I don't know. I don't, I don't think. Nothing. I don't think they can. Nathan McKinnon, okay, has come out and said that he doesn't mind taking team-friendly deals. Yeah. Right? Could Colorado be a possibility? I mean, Nathan McKinnon seems committed to opening up cap for them. They got to sign Landis Cog and Makar. Mm-hmm. And Grubauer. I don't. I just don't see that. Hmm. Well, what about a package like Ryan Graves and? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think Colorado <laughs> makes sense. See, but I mean, again, like they're a team though that has to be rethinking their options here. How the hell do we get to the conference final? <laughs> how, yeah. how how do we get past the second round? Because the last two years. It looks like we should have been the favorites. One year, all of our goalies get hurt, and the next year, we we fold yeah. under pressure. Uh, so, I don't know. They're they're again not likely. I think they do have the pieces. They like, certainly they, do. They have Bowen Byram, absolutely. Bowen Byram, mm-hmm. Alex Newhook. Like they have young players that mm-hmm. would make sense, but the ca- there's a salary cap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. They have good players that they want to keep. Okay, just mm-hmm. for the hell of it, let's go through the league and figure out the best fits. Okay. Alphabetical or Anaheim, we've talked about them. Talk about them. The, the Coyotes. They're too cheap. They They're would never. Too cheap they, they'd never try. They don't, I don't think they have pieces either. No. Bruins. Uh, maybe I. They need a real. They need real flexibility in their lineup. Bergeron's right? not getting any younger. Right, and they 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 need. They need something from throughout their lineup. Uh, you know, you need something on your second line that isn't Craig Smith yeah. and uh, Charlie Coyle. Or... I don't I don't see the Bruins as a fit either. Maybe yeah. in 2026 when Michael leaves whatever team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calgary. That's one that's been ever more popular lately. So I, I, I guess, but they're a team that's kind of, is I mean, is Jack Eichel going to save them? Might. If what the thing is, I think what Sabres fans want is Matthew Kachuk, mm-hmm. and I don't think Calgary wants to trade Matthew Kachuk. They no. want to trade Monahan and Goudreau. But Kachuk is exactly the kind of player that the Sabres yeah exactly would need. I think the Sabres desperately need a Kachuk, mm-hmm. a player just like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't, those guys don't grow on trees, right? And that's tough to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Calgary, they make sense if the Sabres get what they want, and I don't think Calgary wants to give up what the Sabres want here in, in Kachuk. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they have the the 15, I think it's like the, I want to say like the 11th pick in the draft this year, 10th mm-hmm. or 11th pick. I think their pick next year could be interesting mm-hmm. if you're trying to chase a potential lottery pick. Their prospects aren't that great. Like, Connor Zari is a good prospect. Jacob Peltier is good. Besides that, and the Dustin Wolf is an interesting goalie prospect too. I don't know about Calgary. I know everyone likes to say, oh, get Kachuk, but like we know how these trades work. Mm-hmm. Unless you're 
unless you're taking a discount on an Eichel trade just to get a better player now, I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Carolina. See, uh, that's something, too, that is interesting. I could see him playing there. They're going to free up some money, too, by not signing Dougie Hamilton. That's right. Uh, okay. They don't really have any bad contracts. Like, what if you take on, like, a Jake Gardner? Right. They they, they seem to kind of be nudging him out the door. He might be exposed in the expansion draft. Yeah, probably. I mean, he, cert- he, he definitely will be. You're not getting Svechnikov. You're probably not getting Ajo. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, not. Martin Nechas. Yeah, he could he could be a guy. Ryan Suzuki. Mm. Has he even played yet? Not yet, I don't think. Mm. Oh, they're still paying Alexander Semen. This wow. is the last year for him. Wow. <laughs> How much is he making? Uh two point three million on a buyout. I forgot he was there. Yeah, buyout, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Seth Jarvis would have to be in a Carolina trade. Yes. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. I would love him. Dominic Bach is still there. He's gotten a little older, oh, wow. 21. Yeah. Carolina has so many good prospects. This is. Mm. I think if you're looking for prospects, Carolina might be a team to call on an Eichel trade. Chicago? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about Chicago. Maybe Taves retires. Maybe. Does anyone know what happened with him? Was it? Oh God, was it a, a, a blood disorder or something? I don't know. Or uh, he had some kind of scary thing going on. Or uh, no, he was tired all the time. He had problems yeah. with lethargy and uh, left. What do you say? I don't know. Uh, but no, he was tired all the time and just couldn't play yeah. because of it. I think Chicago does have the pieces: Kirby Doc, mm-hmm. Adam Bolquist. Uh, and they have like a top fifteen pick this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't see a natural fit there though. Yeah, Colorado. We just talked about. I mean, they have the pieces to probably do it, but the money. Yeah, money. Yeah. Columbus. Yeah, that, Columbus see, has been could. linked. They have but, a brand new coach, but they don't have the elite young prospects. They have the they have three first rounders this year. What if you get like their first this year and next year? What if the what if you got five first round picks for Eichel, mm. like something like insane like that, like the fifth fifth pick, the Tampa mm. pick, the oh, what other pick? Florida? No, it wasn't Florida. Tampa? Oh, Toronto. Yeah, they got the their pick, Toronto's pick, uh, Tampa's pick, and then their first round pick next year. Right? Does that move the needle for you? Five lottery tickets for Jack Eichel. That would be the best case scenario for a team like Columbus. They don't have much human assets. They're not if afraid you will. to trade picks either. That's correct. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Maybe throw in one of their goalies. Right. Right. Maybe exchange two of those first round picks for a goalie. You get three first round picks and a goalie. I'd rather. I think I'd rather have the five first round. I'd rather picks. Have the five first round picks. I think I would too. Yeah. Plus, you could flip some of those picks too into yeah. good players. Or move up. Yeah. Or move down, get more picks. Correct. Edmonton, I, I don't think that makes sense. No. Yeah. Florida? See, uh, that could, but again, they don't have much except for draft picks. Lundell. Anton Lundell, right. Barkov. And you could take on Bobrovsky's contract. Oh, man. And maybe get... Then you're getting 10 first-round picks. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kings... 
They make sense. They make sense, but, but they're not interested anymore. The asterisk there, right? The wild. I think. Well, let's get let's get into the wild a little more. Mm-hmm. I think you need either Boldy or Rossi in this trade. Mm-hmm. I think we we're talking about Kachuk. I think Jordan Green weighs a physical presence, so that would be an interesting addition to the team. He'd probably be in it to make the money work. Do you take on Zach Parise mm-hmm. to mm. increase the return as well? He's got like four years left. Yeah, why not? You're not going to be good in those four years. Yeah, I, I or think. you're not going to be paying the the assets you bring in through the draft. And Correct. Prospects. They'll be on entry level deals. Parise will be gone by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you're probably not getting both Boldy and Rossi. Mm-hmm. I would. No. Now here's a question. Do you take their first-rounders in the 20s, or do you want to say, like, okay, maybe they take a step back next year, and you are like, okay, give me your 2022 and 2023 firsts? Mm. Mm. See, that's what's so difficult with Minnesota. I feel like I'd rather have players at that point. Yeah, the wild makes sense for a rebuild on the fly if yeah. you want to go there. Yeah. Because they have players that they can shuffle around. Fiala, Dumba, mm-hmm. Rossi even, mm-hmm. Greenway. You can get players that can play for you right now, and maybe you can be competitive. And the, adding those, if you got Fiala, Greenway, Dumba, and Rossi, let's say that's the trade, and... Uh, Parise, maximize the return, something like that. Mm-hmm. Are, are the Sabres a more competitive team? Absolutely. They're probably a better team. Like, Yeah, they don't have Jack Eichel, but they're a better team, a much better team mm-hmm. with adding those players. So yeah. if, this, if that's what the Sabres want to do, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do want to do a more rebuild on the fly kind of thing. So Minnesota definitely makes sense. Montreal we talked about probably doesn't happen. Nashville. Uh, I think it's in Nashville's best interest to trade their superstars and rebuild. Rebuild. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, the Devils. Rumors that they want Ristolainen, I know. Mm-hmm. So. I, what does Eichel and Ristolainen get you from the Devils? I, I think Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. I, I, would you do Eichel for Hughes one for one? No. Absolutely not. No? No. I think Hughes is... He's not at the point where you'd think a first overall pick should be mm-hmm. at this point in his career. I'd, I'd need more than just Jack Hughes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He still plays like a kid. Yeah. He's fast. He's very fast. <clears throat> has a nice shot, but I feel like he uh, there's still a lot to his game that needs to be worked on. See, I feel like the Devils, I think if the Devils did want Jack Eichel, it's hard because you just drafted this kid first overall. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to do to trade a guy you just picked first overall just a couple years after you drafted him. Mm-hmm. So unless it was like a one-for-one deal, right. I don't see the Devils doing that. The Sabres are doing the same thing. Not easy to trade a guy you drafted second yeah. overall. Well, you they know? got a gun to their head pretty That's much. True. That's true. <laughs> uh, Islanders don't really make sense. I think we're both in agreement on that. The Rangers, mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Like they, Yeah, they want him, but yeah, That would be a great way for the Devils to stick it to the <clears throat> Rangers, though. Yeah. That would be funny. Right. Ottawa. That see that I don't know about the in division thing though. Yeah, I think that might be a bit of a problem. I bet Eichel wouldn't like it in Ottawa very much. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, Buffalo probably wants Tim Stutzla. Mm-hmm. But 
Ottawa doesn't have... want to give up Tim Stutzla. Brady Kachuk. They're not going to want to give that up. Josh Norris. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, like they got picks. Mm-hmm. They got picks. I think that's like going to be a common theme here. Buffalo has to mm-hmm. bank on the picks. The Philadelphia Flyers. LeBron mentioned them in the in his piece on the Athletic. See, they could work. I I think a team that is they're always trying to make the playoffs every yeah. year. They haven't committed to any kind of rebuild. Friedman. Ever. Uh, linked the Flyers to Seth Jones. Mm-hmm. So they could go all in next year. Maybe they get another first-round pick and give the Sabres six first-round picks. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put. I'm gonna post a, a Twitter poll. Mm-hmm. Would you accept five first-round picks from the Columbus Blue Jackets for Jack Eichel? Jack Eichel. <laughs> <laughs> well, who else here? Uh, who would be after Philly? Pittsburgh? Yes. Pits- well, I don't know. Do you think Pittsburgh is there a chance there? No, Pittsburgh? no, no. I don't think so. It's it's an, an intriguing idea though, uh, but they have problems of their own that they have to they have to clean up their own room before complaining about another person's room, right? Uh, so uh, plus they don't really have anything necessarily. Uh, who comes after Pittsburgh? Uh, San Jose. San Jose. No. No, again, another team that has their own problems to take care of. Yeah, they got. They don't have they any got a assets. Mountain of problems. Correct. They don't have any assets. They probably aren't going to be good for a very long time. Uh, so, I mean, unless you're taking on Eric Carlson's contract, uh, you know, getting stuff. I mean, I, I don't think they're a very viable option. Seattle is a team that apparently has inquired. Really? Okay. I I, I, I saw I. I don't know who Jeez. said this. Uh, I forget. But apparently uh, Seattle has looked into it, apparently. Uh, again, worth a Twitter search. Just type in Seattle Jack Eichel. I'm sure you'll get the insider who mentioned it. I don't want to get it wrong. St. Louis, no. <laughs> uh, not just because the O'Reilly bitter taste in your mouth, but, I mean, I, I don't – St. Louis wouldn't do that. Tampa Bay, No. Already $18 million over the cap. Who knows if the NHL will levy some kind of punishment on them as well. For See, they played by the rules, though. They did. It, they did. It, as ridiculous as it is, mm-hmm. they played by the rules. Mm-hmm. And it's the NHL's fault. So I wonder if there will be changes coming. Like a luxury tax. Right. A luxury. Like oh, that. indeed. It's simple as that. That's right. Tampa Bay, no. No. Toronto, well, no. I said Tampa Bay. Uh, sorry. I meant Toronto. No. Toronto, no. Absolutely not. Vancouver. Vancouver. Patterson. Patterson right, but I think the only person you're trading to Vancouver is Sam Reinhardt. Reinhardt. So what about the Vegas Golden Knights? If they don't win the Stanley Cup, Mm -hmm. then I think that that is a Vegas move. Vegas, they're big players in everything. Mm -hmm. They're big players in everything. Every year, every year, they make some kind of splash deal to get even better. It's been a gradual process over these four years that they've mm-hmm. been in the league. Eichel might be that that next step. Yeah. Uh, Washington, no. Again, another team that has their own issues to take care of. Uh, I don't think Jack Eichel is going to solve your choking woes. Winnipeg, now get this, all right? What about Pierre-Luc Dubois? Didn't really work out in the playoffs this yeah. year. Dubois and what else, though? That's the thing. 
I wonder if they're they seem to just they're taking a long time with Vili Hanala. He they just picked him though. They did. They I did. know they they kind of thrusted him into the deep end a little bit. They kind of like, panicked there when they didn't have any defense. Yeah. What about he'd pro- well, probably be in it, right? I think he'd have to be. He's probably the top prospect. Can the Jets afford right him though. Ten million. What are you taking back? Well, how much is Dubois making? It's like six, I think. Hmm. That might be. Mm. Well, I don't know. It's it's something to consider. I mean, uh, if they try to just reverse course, you know, redo the Dubois trade in a mm-hmm. way. Uh, but I think they 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 really want Dubois because there's a connection there with his dad with the Moose. Yeah. I don't. And, uh, I don't know how to word this Blue Jackets Twitter poll. <laughs> Thoughts would, would, if the Sabres trade Jack Eichel to the Blue Jackets for three firsts this year? You could say, First. like in the actual tweet typing part itself, you could give the choices. Then in the poll, say choice one, choice two, because hmm. that would fit. Is the problem the character limit? No. Okay, I'm just trying then. to figure out how to phrase this to make sense. Well, we've gone through every team there. So how many do we say are a good fit? Like three? <laughs> three or four? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just not going to tweet it out. I know people are going to be like, no! Well, people will hear this. Yeah, people will hear Respond this. to Joe with your thoughts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Respond to the podcast tweet. That's right. So what? Okay, so what we thought made the most sense was Anaheim, L.A. with an asterisk, Minnesota. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think that was it. That's all. That made the most sense. Those were the ones that were definitive. Yeah. Seattle they, they makes sense that. if they want like I think it's absurd for an expansion team to trade a second overall pick and mm-hmm. their first round pick next year for Jack Eichel when you're literally an expansion team. Mm-hmm. But but they might want a a, a bankable star yeah uh to fill the arena and you know seattle has hockey fans right oh they do uh, yeah they definitely do so you won't have to sell them on you know you might get disgruntled vancouver canucks fans too Mm-hmm. that's true that's true that'll be quite the rivalry port i'm sure uh fans from portland will mm-hmm. be interested as well mm-hmm. yeah like it makes sense for seattle to inquire about eichel but it's going to be too rich for their blood mm-hmm. i just don't see it mm-hmm. Anaheim, that's the team. Too much sugar in that one. Anaheim's the team. Give me William Eklund. It's so disappointing that the L.A. possibility has seemingly yeah. disappeared. It's well, we poop. knew Quentin Byfield wasn't going to happen. Like, we come on. Did we? Yeah, we did. Okay, okay. It's. I will. The Sabers were in a similar position at one point, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like. It's like if John Tavares had a longer-term contract with the Islanders. And the Sabres are like, okay, let's trade for John Tavares. And they were like, okay, here's Jack Eichel a year after we drafted him. It's similar. Mm-hmm. Not exactly the same, but it doesn't make sense. The The Kings view Byfield probably in the same regard as the Sabres viewed Jack Eichel when they just drafted him. Mm-hmm. Similarly, at least. I think Eichel was, a be- Eichel was definitely a better prospect. Mm-hmm. But the... Teams treat these prospects like they're gold. That's another reason why the Sabres are going to get the third pick from the Ducks, not uh, 
not Trevor Zegers. Right. It's right. exactly the same. Yeah, it's more valuable when you have the player than, than the pick. Than the possibility of getting that player. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it should be an interesting draft, especially if they have two top ten picks, maybe three, depending on the Sam Reinhart return. I wouldn't mind getting a 2022 first to like follow a team closely and hope that they lose a bunch. I think that would be really interesting. Now, Luke is exiting the room, so I'm going to... Okay, he's not exiting the room. There we go. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to follow these trades. I'm really excited for the possibility of some changes. And, you know, we've been talking about this for months and months now. Well, be prepared for it. Uh, summer of 22, we thought. But, no, the, the whole next situation happened. And then now we're here talking about Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhardt being well, traded. I'll tell you this, all right? It's, uh, it's going to be fun to do a Sabres franchise mode again and actually be able to rebuild them. Right? Yeah. Like, see, I kind of knew a thing or two about, like, what was going on at the time, right? Because, like, I was kind of just getting reinvested into hockey when uh, the tank was going down. I didn't have, like, the, the, the depth of knowledge, you could say, that I have about, like, the players now. Um, So, no, it would be fun playing the video game again. And, uh, I've been doing it. There. I've done a couple attempts to rebuild the team. Never worked. Never worked, but <laughs> it's tough. It's tough building the Sabres up from scratch again. Uh, let's talk about Owen Power for a little bit. I think fans have definitely uh, have been more accepting of the possibility, of the reality of Owen Power. I'll call it reality now. They're definitely going to pick him. Uh, I want to read a quote. Our our own Austin Broad had an interview with the general manager of the Chicago Steel, which was the USHL team that Power played for last season before he played for Michigan. And this is uh, Ryan Hardy, GM of the Chicago Steel, in an interview. I don't talk in hyperbolic statements. I just say it like it is. And Owen Power is going to be a superstar. He might be the best player I've been around in my life. It's from the GM of the Steel, who bringing a lot of good players. Uh, another quote, I know there's sentiment in Buffalo that everyone wants a forward, but I think when this kid starts playing for the Buffalo Sabres, people will realize that he's way better than they ever thought he was. So I, that's some great quotes from his former general manager. What are your thoughts? I think people are starting to accept the power. Yeah, they're starting to feel the power all right. Let the, feel the power. They're starting to feel the power. That's what it is. We're anticipating it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back to the Ducks here, but well, the, if the Sabres get the third overall pick, I think, and they pick William Eklund, who some in the Charging Buffalo who write for us and contribute believe he's the best prospect in the draft. I'm one of those people. And I think if the Sabres walk away with the, arguably the best forward in the draft and the best defenseman in the draft, you had a successful draft. Now you can go ahead and say what you were going to say. Uh... I didn't know Owen Power was 6'6". Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. I get the Tyler Myers thing now. <laughs> yeah. And now, you think about it, I think, well, they're not getting byfield, but the Sabres are building a big team. They're building a really big team, especially if they were going to try and get Quinton byfield. 
Darlene's a big boy. I think people – Darlene's like 6'3", isn't he? Cousins is a big kid. It's just he's so thin, he looks so small on the ice. Yeah. Cousins is a big kid. Middlestat's like 6'2", six 6'3", six is he not? Samuelson's a big fella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're building the, they're building a big squad. Portillo is like 6'6", six six as well. Mm-hmm. They got some big guys. Got some big boys. Yeah, the big boys. Big team. The Buffalo big boys. Mm-hmm. Slap the C on Rasmus Ristolainen. Uh, we haven't talked about this Risto to the Devils stuff yeah. a whole lot. What are, you, what are you hoping they get in a potential Devils trade for Risto? You're not getting the fourth overall pick. What if you get that – who's that dude from – Sharon Govich. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if you get him? That'd be fun. That'd be. That'd, I don't. Yeah. They, they Sabers can get a fourth round pick for Ristolainen for all I care. Just mm-hmm. get him off the team. Get him out of here. Retain half his salary if you have to. He's not going to be of any use. Maximize the return. Like again, I think I've said maximize the return like thirty times in this podcast. Mm-hmm. The Sabers got to do whatever they can to get as many pieces as they possibly can. Yeah. Build up that prospect cover. Get as many picks as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Get what you can get. Mm-hmm. Anything, mm-hmm. yeah, and especially with the direction this team is heading, there's yeah. who 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 needs to be on this team. Nobody has to be here. Mm. Yeah, the only thing, the only players you should be concerned about are the guys under 22 or 23 or 24, and your draft, your future draft picks. That's the only guys who should be of any consequence for your team when you're uh, planning how this rebuild part two is going to go down. Mm-hmm. I had a thought. About Rasmus Dahlin. Hmm. How old is he now? He's like 21. 21, probably. He's probably 21. 22. Yeah. Rasmus Dahlin's 21. The Sabres are going to probably bottom out next year. Maybe mm-hmm. the year after. Mm-hmm. He's going to be 23 years old at that point. Probably going to take another step back. Mm-hmm. Is the time to trade Dahlin now? Before you fully ruin the kid. Perhaps. Like, if you think about it. Like, you're getting power now. Uh-huh. Who's the replacement, if you will. I don't know. Like, I don't think they should trade him. But, like, it's a thought. Mm-hmm. Because if he does take a step back, again, right. he'd seem like he's back on track at the end well, of last year. Well, he always year. starts so slow, and then he picks up yeah. as he goes. So, it's an interesting thought. I Again, I don't think Rasmus Dahlin is going to be a career Buffalo Sabre. Mm-hmm. It's, he'll probably be gone in three or four years anyways after they finish in last place again. But, yeah. yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. And that was just a thought I had. Did you see the, the Darlene to the Red Wings no. proposals? I had not heard anything about this. Yeah, uh, one of the, I think the Locked On Red Wings oh. Twitter account posted some mock trades that were really bad. I yeah, don't know if that would happen. It was like the sixth overall pick, something like that. Yeah, no thanks. No. Well... Yeah. Iserman is a wheeler and a dealer, so. <clears throat> it was fun crafting Jack Eichel trades on yeah. this episode. Yeah. Although we couldn't really talk ourselves into more than half of the teams. Right. Well, I wonder if by the next time we do one of these, he'll be gone. Will yeah. Jack Eichel be old hat? I feel like it'll be in the draft. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Right. What do you think? I think it'll be before the draft. Hmm. Yeah. I hope it's before when, expansion. When is the draft? When is the draft? Uh, July 23rd or something like that. Yeah, I think it'll be before there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. We are getting there. Went quick. That's it's about season. a month away. Yeah. A month and a week. Yeah, interesting. 16th today and then 
man. Yeah. Do you got anything else you want to say before I have nothing off? else. Yeah, I got nothing else either. It's fun to put our armchair GM caps on for this episode. Well, actually, uh, I'm going to the Blue Jays game tomorrow. Mm. Maybe I'll see some of you there. Hope. Josh Allen throwing the first pitch. There we go. Should be a hoot and a holler. Um, He's going to overthrow. And, <laughs> well, hey, even he said, even he made a joke, <laughs> so we can too. Uh, I am looking to buy a Bo Bichette shirt. I hope they have them there at the team store. They my, probably my, will. My favorite Bison slash Blue Jay. There we go. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the game. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Charging Buffalo Podcast. Uh, I start my new job next week, oh, so congrats. hoping yes. that we can find time to Are you looking forward to it, or are you anxious? I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm a little nervous. That's I'm natural. I'm also looking forward to it, but yeah. I'm looking forward to the real money. Indeed. <clears throat> Indeed. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll find time. Hopefully, when you do find that other job, it doesn't. It's not as conflicting. Well, listen, it's um right. That's that's true. Well, listen, it might take a bit. I I am now of the theory that, listen, I'm less than a month out of college. All right, I'm taking my time. I'm 21. I'm not 41. Yeah. I'm not gonna settle for anything. I'm going to do my due diligence. I'm gonna say, I'm young. Whatever. This happens. There you I have go. a supporting family. I don't have any pressures to, you know, pay for anything within my house. So it's just, there you I'm go. lucky. I'm going to take my time. And nice. that's that. All right. If you enjoyed, let us know. Subscribe to the podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Follow Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram at the Charging Buff. Follow our prospect coverage. At Future of the 716, our draft guide is coming out soon. I just wrote a couple of my scouting reports today on William Eklund and Mason McTavish. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, we're also on Twitter. I'm at JoeTCBNHL. He's at LVKETCB. And we will be back. Uh, who knows? Maybe Ike will get straight tomorrow. We'll have to do an emergency podcast. We shall see. Yeah, we'll see you in the next one.